don't know whether you caught this story over the weekend, um, but police were called to Toronto Pearson Airport because of the weather. You know, there was a big storm that roared through southern Ontario on Saturday. Uh, things got so heated. People were so tense at Pearson Airport because of a combination of cancelled flights, those long delays that we're already seeing. Um, as well as some baggage, missing baggage issues and so on. The police were called in uh, to try and uh, cool things down. Well, we've talked a lot about delays at airports of late. We've certainly seen them in Vancouver. There are a lot of warnings over uh, heading into the long weekend from Vancouver's airport to come early, not too early, uh, and be ready to wait. Uh, Pearson Airport, obviously the same, seeing some of it in Montreal too and elsewhere. Um, and the Montreal-based International Air Transport Association, which represents some 290 airlines in 120 countries, has seen enough. And they're sounding the alarm. This doesn't always happen. Um, they don't always wade into these issues. They're wading into this one. They're warning Ottawa that more needs to be done ahead of what is going to be busy season. It isn't yet. Uh, or it could be a long, hot, and frustrating summer for passengers arriving and departing from major airports in this country. And they say that'll have consequences. They also have some ideas on how to fix some of these problems. Joining me now is Peter Serta. He's IATA's regional vice president for the Americas, and he joins me from uh, San Juan in Puerto Rico. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I imagine uh, restart uh, and the public traveling again must be a hot topic where you are right now. No pun intended. It actually is. It's, it's, it's all about you know the industry coming together and, and, and speaking with governments on how we can effectively and responsibly uh, restart that connection. Uh, having people want to travel, the summer is coming, and there's a huge amount of pinup demand, uh, both domestically and internationally. And, and really the challenge here is how do we work with our governments, one, to remove the, the last remaining uh, COVID restrictions that we have in place in many parts of, of the world, and secondly, how do we ensure that during these uh, summer, during the summer season, when uh, airports are going to be full, uh, passengers are going to want to travel in a seamless manner that will have enough security and immigration uh, personnel to be able to to process passengers in a reasonable amount of time, uh, which is, you know, in some places becoming a real challenge. Tell me about the challenge, uh, Peter, because clearly IATA felt it was important enough to speak about it publicly. Um, what is the issue that you're seeing at Can some Canadian airports, and, and what is the concern? Well, in, in the case of Canada, it's, it's twofold. One is um, on the inbound, uh, where you have passengers arriving from abroad, and uh, because the uh, arrival facilities, the immigration facilities, are getting full of passengers, because the... Uh, uh, immigration officers have to do added checks, uh, making sure that the passengers have completed their arrive can uh, process correctly. Well, very quickly, we, we see these arrival halls are getting full. And as a result, when the airplane lands, if the arrival hall is full, well, passengers have to wait uh, on board until um, the area becomes available to them. So that's causing a huge um, bottleneck uh, for passengers uh, upon arrival, where uh, in some cases it, it actually gets very frustrating because uh, we've had cases that the actual flight time is shorter than the amount of time that the passenger has had to wait on the ground to get off the airplane because immigration is full. Uh, and that's because they, uh, there's just not enough uh, officers. And secondly is the on the security side. So uh, when passengers check in and, and they're ready to get on the airplane, they're just going through the security checkpoint, 
long lines are also increasing there because, again, there's a lack of personnel. And, and at the end, this is a huge frustration uh, on the passengers want to go through a seamless p- process. They want to go fast. Um, and this is just not happening. And, and what concerns us is we, we haven't even hit the summer season. Uh, June, July, August is, is peak time in Canada. And, and we're concerned if the government doesn't take uh, more proaction, making sure that there is uh, more personnel to service uh, these uh, positions, the situation can actually worsen uh, in the summer where the uh, airlines have really uh, uh, done quite a good job in, in, in reconnecting Canada with the rest of the world. But that's going to be uh, at risk because of these uh, inefficiencies that we currently have. Is Canada unique in this? I mean, I, I came through, I was coming through Paris a little while ago. I mean, it wasn't as bad, but uh, but are we seeing the same sorts of problems everywhere or is Canada specifically a bit of a trouble spot right now? Well, we, we have seen it around the world. Um, I think the difference between Canada and other places is the, uh, the, the, the numbers in terms of how long passengers are having to wait through um, uh, on board airplanes and, and to be able to go through security checkpoints or being uh, um, vetted correctly by the immigration officer. You know, in some cases, we've gone above um, the you know, standard, uh, what should take you know, seconds to process. It could take minutes, and those minutes lead into hours. Uh, and that's the frustration. I think that is the biggest problem that we're facing in, in Canada is uh, what is going to come if we don't resolve this issue uh, in a very immediate time frame. What is the fear if this isn't fixed? Because as you mentioned, we haven't even hit busy season yet. And already we're seeing, um, you know, long lineups at certainly at the major airports of Toronto specifically, but also a bit of Vancouver, Montreal. Uh, and we're expecting more passengers. And certainly the country is expecting a lot more people to show up over the summer. So what is your fear then if this isn't fixed? Yeah, r- right now, what we've seen over the past weeks is uh, about 100,000 passengers uh or we have been uh, have seen some sort of disruption. So uh, the process for these passengers has not been seamless. It has not been uh, a regular experience. Uh, they, they've experienced long periods of wait time. Uh, and this is, you know, considering our, our low peak of the year. Uh, as we go into the summer, very quickly, the number of passengers that may be neg- negatively impacted will certainly go up if, if we do not find solutions. And, and this has a... a, a a significant impact on passengers, but also airlines, uh, particularly on the international side. Flights from from Europe or from North America, uh, usually these flights come in and and within an hour and a half, they have to turn around and go back out. Uh, So it's not only the passenger, the inbound passenger that's negatively impacted. It's also the passenger that's going to be departing internationally that's going to be impacted or several passengers that come in internationally that then need to connect on domestic flights will also misconnect. So the whole entire travel experience is going to be significantly impacted if we're not able to uh, address these um, these uh, staffing issues. As simplifying the, the current uh, uh, COVID um, uh, procedures or policies that we have in place, we, we have to uh, get to a point now with the Canadian government uh, to eliminate what is left over some of these policies that really at this point in time really don't make any sense. And those that do stay in place, we have to simplify them much more to make sure that, again, the passenger experience can be as as easy for the passenger as possible uh, so they don't have to wait on long lines for several minutes uh, or even hours 
and be asked the same question by the immigration officers. What are some of the solutions that you're proposing? Because I've read through them. They seem to make sense. And and in terms of dropping some of these uh, remaining COVID uh, rules that are in place, is Canada out of step with other countries now when it comes to some of these? Well, unfortunately, you know, ca- Canada in, in this case with, with COVID and how it's impacted aviation, mm-hmm. it has been a challenge. Uh, Canadians, have, the government has been, in some cases, uh, very reluctant to, to ease some of the restrictions that we've had in place. Canada has been one of the countries that had uh, mandated these policies for the longest period of time. Uh, we have seen proactiveness from, by the uh, Canadian government over the last uh, several months, but we're now getting into a critical point of the year, which is the summer season. Uh, many foreigners come to Canada for family, personal reasons, vacation, as many Canadians also take opportunities to travel abroad and throughout Canada. And this is a time where we really need government to take a leadership role, to make sure that we have the right resources in place, that the policies are going to help and not hinder uh, the travel experience once again, and, and make sure that you know, travelers are able to, to get to one point, uh, from one point to another uh, in Canada and, and from Canada uh, in, in an unacceptable amount of time. Uh, we, we need to be successful in this area because the industry has been locked down for way too long in Canada. Now, travelers need and want to be able to move uh, but currently, you know, we, we run the risk that it could be a very, um, a very difficult summer if we don't have the right policies in place and, and ensure that we have the resources, both from the security and the facilitation standpoint, for this uh, uptick in number of passengers that will be moving through Canada, Canadian airports. The staffing issue is obviously a, a challenge, and we understand the problems there. Specifically, what would you like to see done with some of the procedural stuff that could, that could be changed quite quickly? Frankly, absolutely. You know, one of the things that we have a challenge is, um, you know, in terms of the uh, passengers arriving into the arrival hall. You know, many times passengers don't correctly fill the arrive can app; they're missing information, um, but they all holding on, to, you know, everyone's queuing in the same type of line. And what we're asking um, the, U- the uh, Canadian government is to create different lines for, for different types of passengers. Those that have correctly filled out and completed their arrive camp uh, form should be able to move much quicker than those that have not. Uh, and we're talking about uh, those who have correctly uh, completed their form. You know, the process is anywhere between 15 and one minute. Uh, in terms of being processed. So they should be able to advance quickly. Those that need more time because they, uh, there's something wrong with the form or they have not filled it out correctly, they will take more time and then they should be processed uh, through a different type of line. So that's an easy um, uh, way out. A, a good example where we can implement certain measures very quickly that will help reduce the, the wait times that will uh, prevent more passengers have from having to wait on board the airplane. But again, we need the government, uh, the right stakeholders, the airport, uh, the immigration security officers to work um, in, in such a manner that we can implement these measures uh, in a quick manner. Peter Serta, uh, it feels like time is running out on this one, and that's why you're sounding the alarm. Uh, thanks so much for your time tonight. Enjoy the rest of your conference in Puerto Rico. Thank you very much uh, for the time, Ben. Appreciate it.